<sighs> how are you? It's been a while. I know. How was your August? <laughs> um. I, I mean, we last recorded, I want to say early August. I don't know because it just feels like I don't know what month it is. I don't know, you know? And well, so... August stands out to me. Uh, I mean, it's my birthday month, so it you know there's that. That's what helps differentiate it. And I I, I was saying this. In Laurel a... Gust. What? Laurel Gust. Oh. It's like it, it's like you have to put your name with the thing. You're the only one who does that. Um... I, I know, and now I'm doing it for you. <laughs> I prefer to just call it Leo season because it is when the Leo zodiac sign is, and I am a Leo, so. Um... Which is just as ridiculous as my practice, but continue. <laughs> No, because it's not specific to me. It's everybody who's a Leo. So, oh, okay. um, including my dog, Leo, he gets to celebrate too, um, even though his birthday is in <laughs> December. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It was a, perhaps it was because it was my birthday month, but it helps just differentiate August. It made August a lot more pleasant. Like I got to see some friends who live in another part of the world normally, but are have evacuated to the U.S. right now. And I got to see like family and stuff. So. Evacuated to the U.S.? They were evacuated in the spring um, because okay. they, they work for the government and they uh, the government doesn't didn't have um, they, they each have a few medical conditions where the government did not feel confident about the medical care they would receive okay. in the country that they're in. So I just thought they recently got. Oh, no. I'm like, no one's sending anyone here. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it's basically like, like they have colleagues. They weren't in China, but they have colleagues who like in China were evacuated from like in, like, um, in February were like evacuated from China back to the U.S. This is like a nothing story, but the emotion that came over me is huge. So there was a, there's a game that came out that was supposed to come out on like August 5th and it was Avengers game. And my friend was like, Hey man, you got to get the Avengers game and we'll play it together. And I'm like, Oh man, that, wh why do you have it so early? Cause they'll do early releases and they'll release game to people like three days before if you pay an extra 10 bucks, which is it's not worth it for me. But I was like, how'd you get it so early? Doesn't it come out in September? And this is on September 1st. He's like, Ryan, <laughs> it's September. I know. And the wave that washed over me of, Oh God, it is like, like everything clicking. I was uh -huh. like, Oh man, it's fall. It kind of is finally feeling like fall here because it rained. But previously there were all, there's this heat wave for weeks. Oh yes. I just like the heat wave was awful on this last weekend. It was nice. We got to go see my sister rented a house in Dripping Springs, like a big mm -hmm. uh, uh, Airbnb. And she was like, can you just come out for dinner? We'll just mm -hmm. do dinner. It'll be fine. We have a pool. We can stay at opposite side of the pool. We were there for like seven hours. Like we were just, we were like, they're like, I'm like, kept going like, we need to go. And she's like, we can stay a little longer than an hour would go by. Like, how about now? No, we need to stay because we were so starved to see people. Yeah. But it was so hot. We got there and everyone was getting out of the pool. We're like, oh, what happened? They're like, that pool's not at all pleasant. <laughs> pleasant. It's hot. Um, Tara that morning decided, I guess there was some like made, you know, made up thing where it's like, go play music on your porch. And we went out on our porch and she was just practicing her guitar and a neighbor came by and brought her kids. She started playing some uh, kid songs. And then first we were like, it is so hot. We have to go in. But that neighbor was also so starved for human mm -hmm. interaction. She was there for like an hour just talking to us, like under the shade and stuff. And finally we're like, we have to all go in. It's too hot. Like, we, I'm worried you're not going to make it back to your house, you know, seven houses down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it, I mean, as you know, it's my first Texas summer in, since 2012. And so it, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's been, I'm, I'm like, oh, right, now I remember what Texas summers are like. Yes. Um, but I just honestly, like, just don't go outside other than to walk Leo, which is a bummer because I do like doing things outside. Um, yeah. Especially right now, it's a good way to just, like, not just stare at the walls of your apartment, so. Right. But that was the thing with my sister is, again, we're so starved for human interaction. It was so weird seeing someone not like you and I see each other. Yes. How, you know, we had a Zoom call last night. Any of that stuff where it's like, oh, you guys exist outside of the little box on my TV. I, I got like, when I went to Fredericksburg and saw my friend who she and her family had rented a house there, I, I, it was a jolt to be so close to them without wearing mm -hmm, a mask. Mm -hmm. Like, I kept being like, oh, yes. gosh, where's my mask? And I was like, no, like, <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. Um, so, yeah. We, uh, the, we watched a house episode last night where house, like, there's someone in South, uh, the South Pole who like gets hurt and he has to like get on a computer to talk to her through her diagnosis. And the whole time it's like, this is so weird talking to someone on a computer. And I'm like, Oh, the before times. Yes. How quaint. Well, I almost, I'm not even kidding this morning. I was about to text you and be like, Hey, can you send me the zoom link for this? 
guys, we don't, we don't, we don't use Zoom. <laughs> and I was, but I was like, oh, I don't want my Zoom link for recording Craniacs. I'm on three different like things now. We do Hangouts for us. We mm-hmm. do Zoom. Everybody else does Zoom because everybody's got. I think the problem with it initially was, will we get cut off early because they like have a time thing? Mm-hmm. And now every every they're they used to get rid of it. Now everybody, someone's got a. Uh, Someone in every Zoom call I've been in has got like a professional. That's what I have. I, I, I have. Well, yeah. I don't have a professional one. I just have the like fifteen dollars a month Zoom one. So I use it for trivia and like if people are like, oh, it's someone's birthday, Laurel, can we use your Zoom account? So I'll set up a Zoom. The other one we have is uh, Discord, which we've been using to a for the 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 Disney podcast to to stream that, which isn't. We've got pretty good internet, um, and it's not the best. It's not the best, but man, it's so much easier than what we were trying to do previously, which is like, hey, stop. Ours is ahead of like one, two, three, go. Was, yeah. it's, this has worked so much better. We've also, we're watching like, we're doing a wrestling pay-per-view tonight with some friends. Like that's kind of our thing of how to how to do this stuff. There's something I want to talk to you about real quick before okay. we start this. I thought was interesting. The other day, uh, someone on Facebook, and I'll get to the, the, the Frasier specific version of the story here in a second. Um, they put up a thing that was like a meme that was like, what would you get rid of in the checks mix? And it was like the rye chip, the mm-hmm. checks, the dark checks, the breadstick, mm-hmm. then the two pretzels or whatever. Mm-hmm. So real quick, what would you get rid the of? The pretzels. If you had to... Okay. I don't like pretzels. But you... Okay. I, so this guy went... Get... I, I like very large soft pretzels that you get at like a beer garden. Love those. Hate like rolled, like rolled gold, you know. Pretzels. I like those fine, but if I want them... I can go buy a bag of pretzels, correct? They are. If I really want. Them. If you look at a plate of checks or like a like a cup of Chex Mix I've eaten, the only thing left in them is pretzels or the pretzel sticks. Yes, if I were to make Chex Mix myself, I would half the pretzel mm-hmm. intake because I like them in there, but I don't like. Anyway, his choice was rye chip, which like we're talking like, about the brown crispy, yes. like that's like in Gardettos and stuff. The best thing. The in best the Chex thing. Was- have you and have you ever was, seen Gardetto sells and I haven't seen these in years a bag yes. of just the rye chips and I was like what it's like they're hard with the, just the marshmallows the, exa- okay by the way those are coming out so like they've just announced they're doing that because God has abandoned this place but um, <laughs> or has the, he that's a sign that God <laughs> loves us well here's the thing because every time I get those rye chips I'm like I'm gonna just whiff these down and I never feel good afterwards mm-hmm. it's always like now I understand because it's so much garlic mm-hmm. like powder and all that stuff anyway so the enthusiasm that you and I just brought f- forth was the enthusiasm that became on that 150 plus comment Facebook thread where everyone's like you're insane and he goes they're like what would you keep and like like halfway down someone's like okay what would you what's your favorite and he's like oh I love the pretzels and they're like the pretzels and everyone's like get a bag of pretzels so I wrote I bet Ross is your favorite friend I bet you're a big Ted Mosby fan and then in quotes it was like I can't believe they killed my favorite character, Joff- Joffrey Baratheon. <laughs> and then Wait, that guy's name. is an allusion to uh, How I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Yeah. So then I started looking up, like, I looked up a, 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 a website that was, who is the worst character in every, like, great, yeah. t- great mm-hmm. TV show? And I was both amused and not surprised to find out who the most hated character in Frasier is. Who do you think it is? Frasier? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was just like, who's the who's the character that you and I consistently like the least? Not that we hate him, I, but like, if we had to like, you know, if it was a bracket and we had to like, you know, who's going to get knocked out first? Definitely Frasier. Well, it's, it's interesting because I really started thinking about this and it distracted me from this horrible, horrible opinion on Facebook. And it was like, I like him a lot. When he's written well, but I feel like they write him so differently where sometimes he's just a jerk and sometimes he's a jerk who learns his lesson. Yes. And lately, this season especially, he has been such a side character with where he just kind of comments on things or helps move yes. the plot along to where it's like he doesn't stand out a ton. So I, I, Yeah, like he's he's almost the 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 vehicle with which we learn about Niles. Yes. Um and and I like that. I like him like that. And I think that's been a good thing for him this season. Um and I was just started thinking about how pleasant this season has been. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not like I it's it's probably maybe in the top 3 seasons for me so far because they took a step back and let Niles kind of run the show and Frasier 
just was comic relief on the side and i like that it, but again it does make know. me wonder what was going on behind the scenes like if i wonder if the writers like, I, like again we know kelsey Grammer has had to take a break from the show before to go to rehab i wonder if there was some kind of like maybe we need to not have it like the majority of the season hinge on fraser maybe we need to expand storylines also this should just be my own speculation but i yeah. would like for some fraser writer to let me know it was yeah i would because they listen to this show obviously <laughs> you know i if and this might just be my own megalomania but like i if i well no i guess that's not true because i haven't really looked for any uh skyrim podcasts or anything that's now i will but like i feel like if i worked on something i would every once in a while do a search and just be like hmm hmm Skyrim podcast or Frasier podcasts. Well, we have to if think I, about how listen. old the, uh, the writers of Frasier now would be. And I don't know if they're in the podcast demographic. I'm going to tell you another thing. My uh, nephew uh, was liking a bunch of stuff on, on the other podcast, like for Instagram and stuff. And I finally went, do you listen? Because he's like 13. You've told the story before on here. Oh, I did. And he yeah. was like, I don't really Yeah, do. he was like, no. <laughs> The the other day when I saw him, he was like, "I listened to th- I've listened to three in my whole life, and one of them was yours." And he was like, so beaming, proud, like I was that like, is that's dude. a that's but yeah, a compliment. I think we're kind of in this weird. It's it's interesting to me because I think podcasts have grown up in this this like middle ground, and they're kind of skewing older. I think older people are figuring it out. I think there's a cutoff, mm-hmm. and I still think older people are doing things like your parents do, where it's like, oh, it's. Seven o'clock on Sunday. Let's sit down and listen to the the Craniacs. <laughs> Which I guess you're right in that there's very few podcasts that I just sit down and do nothing but listen. I'm always like oh, right, cooking, right, right. cleaning, you know, just like running errands in my car and stuff. But um, yeah, but there are there are a few where like I, I guess one thing I'm sure to do at work because um, I try to take an actual lunch during you know during the mm-hmm. work from home day, and I will put on like some thirty minute episodes of podcasts that I listen to. Just mm-hmm. and just listen to him while I eat my lunch. So, um, I the most the most I relax and listen to podcasts is sometimes I'll turn them on and I'll be playing a game on my phone. But like the idea of just like sitting and st- like laying down with my hands crossed <laughs> over my chest and staring at the ceiling and being like, "Come at me, office ladies!" <laughs> like it's just such an odd. Well, and this reminds me, though, of how I used to, because, I mean, you you probably recall when I used to travel so much, both for work and for pleasure, (laughs) back in those days, and um, (laughs) I got so much podcast listening done on trains and planes, so, and it would just be me literally sitting on a plane, like, staring at the seat in front of me, (laughs) listening to a podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, that's different, I think, but yeah, I understand. Hey, this is the most Frasier we've talked about in the cold open, so... I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's almost like the podcast is about this show. About Frasier. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, let's get started. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together and we talk about Frasier, sometimes in the cold open. Uh, sometimes Laurel right from the get-go. The, <laughs> right. Speaking of from the get-go, Laurel has watched Frasier from the get-go, whereas uh, I, Ryan, have just kind of... Recently jumped on the uh, fr- the the crane bandwagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, crane wagon, so maybe. the crane wagon. The I can think of something if I had more time. Um, you remember, you don't uh, need to always try to outdo me. <laughs> it's not outdoing you. It's just anything that with the, the pun. Like I only have like three talents. Laurel. <laughs> um, I do not know the names of these episodes, nor do I, I know the I've, titles. I've got them. We are on, we're in season six. We are on covering episodes 17 and 18. Um, episode 17 is called Dinner Party. Yes. Frazier and Niles decide to host a dinner party at Frazier's apartment, but the planning quickly becomes complicated and leads them to think that they might be spending too much time together. This one, Tara spent a lot of time watching it, trying to guess what the the madcapness was going mm-hmm. to be. Like this was going to, we were going to then switch to the the, the party. Mm-hmm. Like we thought they were going to end up having to do it at the same time as Martin's uh, poker um, night, poker game. Yeah, and it ended up just being a full on Fraser apartment bottle episode. It's a bottle. I wrote down, I wrote down, underlined and starred bottle episode. Now, Ryan, do you want to remind our listeners um, what a bottle episode is? Uh. So I think I have a concept of it, but I'm not sure it's right. So I'll go ahead and do it. And then if it's wrong, we'll just cut it out. And then you can just do it. But it's uh, it's it's one that takes place in one location and they don't move from out it outside of it so that it's kind of cheaper to make. 
That's yeah. all I, I remember so from it. Yeah. Th- okay. The reason I bring this up is because I stumbled on a Twitter thread this week of some TV critics I follow where uh, they all turns out had slightly different they could agree on one particular aspect of a bottle episode, but they all kind of had different um, mm, okay. different accompanying things. So Wikipedia says um, it's produced cheaply and restricted in scope to use as few non-regular cast members. Check. It was only main cast that was in this episode. Right. Effects and sets as possible. Also check. It's only Frasier's living room, Daphne's room that we see. Um, and it says... Uh, it also says they're commonly used in one script has fallen through and another has to be written at short notice. I think that's probably a little bit of speculation. But um, I uh, I would also say that the plot in bottle episodes is usually self-contained. Nothing yes. happens in a bottle episode usually extends. So it does feel like sometimes it is an episode that they film and just say, we're going to slot this in wherever we can this season. Because there was you- like there's no mention of Daphne dating Donnie in this episode. There's really, I don't know if there's any mention of like, oh. Niles's divorce with Maris being final. Like there's very little touch points on things that we know have happened in the Frasier world in this episode. Now I have two questions for you that maybe you can answer. Well, one I'm pretty sure you can answer because it's about you, but the other one is why is it called, (laughs) why is it called a bottle episode? Just because it feels like it's like a ship in a bottle. Like it's only in that one. They said it's um, self-contained. So that's what I thought. But according to Wikipedia, um, it was, uh, create they, they called it pulling an episode right out of a bottle like a genie okay <laughs> i don't think that is a good <laughs> like yeah. like maybe that is the reason but i don't think that's a good one i think it is like an episode that is small contained but is its entirety is in that bottle like a ship in a bottle right i was waiting for it to be like the first instance of this was gilligan's island where they did a whole episode where they found a bottle and were trying you know something like that they said um, that um the woman who they think coined it her name is leslie stevens and was a creator um and executive producer actually i guess could be a man named leslie stevens of the 1960s show the outer limits mm. but i feel like all well i guess they don't take place in one location but all outer limits outer limits was like twilight zone Do you know outer limits yes 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 yeah, yeah. so that so they're all yeah they're all completely in, different. in a way yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like so black mirror it, where like yeah, yeah, yeah black exactly. mirror is just its own plot and ends and everything. But yeah, Black Mirror, same thing, uses completely different sets and actors, so... Yeah. um, How did you get back into Black Mirror? I, like... We never got into it, and it's... This seems like a weird time to do it because it's like, technology is bad. And and I'm like, all I have is technology I, in my home right now. I, I mean, I feel like Black Mirror. I, I've seen a few memes where it's like, man, this Black Mirror episode we're all in really needs Sucks. to end. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, it's, I don't know. The episodes are so poignant, though, that I'm often mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, at the end of episodes. So maybe Except I, I, I yeah. if I can give you a piece of advice, skip the very first episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, I know. I, I think we, we may have talked about it on the podcast, oh. but yeah, I know the uh, the concept and everything, and it is kind of, that's a big... I think it's really off-putting, and I think you need to watch yeah. a few other... I think I think the episodes after that ones are really good intro episodes to Black Mirror. So yes. also there's one with Daniel Kaluuya in it, where I was just... Oh, really? I was just like, y'all can't see Daniel, it, she, it's, it's hands under, yeah, uh, under chin, chin as if she's... Dreaming about uh, Danny Zuko on her pink yes. bed. Oh my gosh, that is a really that is a rich <laughs> portrait you just painted, but it is accurate. Also, I um, mean, the room I'm in has rather girly accents, so like yeah, I have this lovely, yeah. like spindled bed behind me and everything. Exactly. So. Um, my second question for you is: When did you first become aware of this term? Bottle or, episode. Or, yeah. I think it was probably when I was listening to uh, either the probably when I started listening to podcasts around uh, entertainment. So it could have been pop Mm -hmm. culture happy hour from NPR, or it may have been Gilmore guys, the uh, Gilmore girls recap podcast that this one is based on. Um, Because I learned a lot of inside baseball terms from TV from uh, Gilmore guys. Makes sense. Um, There is a episode of community community, a very meta show where one of the characters that was mentioned in the thread. I read this week that community for a while was like almost Always bottle episodes. Well, they have one specifically, I think, called Bottle Episode, where one of the characters goes, we're in a bottle episode, because he pretends he's on the spectrum, and part of the way he deals with stuff is by by relating them to movies and TV. So he goes, oh, we're in a bottle episode. And like the whole episode is them trying to prove they're not in a bottle episode Aww. by trying to go somewhere else. That's but then meta. stuff keeps them in the room. It's it's an interesting show. I don't think I'd watch all of it, but like some some of the first few seasons are real good, but... 
Um, should we actually get in? Speaking of bottle episodes, should we get into this episode? <laughs> yeah. I. What did you think? Did you like this one? I did not like this episode. Oh, okay. Um, well, okay. Let me put it this way. I found Fraser and Niles to be rather insufferable in this episode. Oh. And I thought it was a really contrived problem. Yeah. That was the only thing. So, but, so, here, you know, this happens to me a lot where I like parts of episodes, but I don't like the episode as a whole. Um, that That's kind of what, how I felt about this. I think I liked them more towards the end. So we'll get to that a bit later. But the, the crux of the episode is they're trying to plan this party. They plan this keep... party because they ran into a couple the night, like, out, out at dinner, they ran into another couple that they've always kind of meant to hang out with. And they're like, let's throw a dinner party so we can invite the Ashbys. I was also thinking, is it? can you imagine living a life where if you meet someone, you A, have to throw a dinner party, and B, that dinner party must be catered? Well, and C, you tell them when you invite them, we were building the entire party around you. If somebody was like, hi, we're throwing a dinner party, and we've really just built it all around you, I would be like... If, unless I was, unless we were like best friends and it was my birthday, <laughs> I would be like, no, thank you. Like think of someone you ran into, which, you know, again, was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but you just ran into and they're like, hi. And then later they called you and were like, Laurel, <laughs> we built an entire dinner party <laughs> and around And Cornell you. or Tyler is going to cater it. <laughs> or, or the third rate one who had oh, a, a rap sheet. Yes. <laughs> a third rate um, caterer, caterer with a record. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I also was watching this whole thing the whole time thinking how much easier it is to plan events or was um, with Facebook groups or Facebook events. Because I feel like anytime I have a quote unquote dinner party, which a Ryan dinner party is like, I'm going to make barbecue. If you'd like to come, let me know so I can make more for you or grill or something. And it was just like, say you're coming on this Facebook event and I'll forget about it until about two days before the event. Well, I also thought it was interesting that they plan this dinner party to have the Ashby's over. They do not, however, first reach out to the Ashby's and they're like, hey, we're thinking of having a dinner party and we wanted to make sure y'all could come. What are some dates you're free? Because they lock in on this one date and then they're like, oh, we have plans. And it's like, well, y'all really went about this the wrong way. You put the cart before the horse. (laughs) I mean, because it's Fraser and Niles, and yes. really, this this isn't about the Ashbys. This is about them. Uh, I think we should throw a Craniacs dinner party <gasps> when everything is is back, and just have it. J- just do something, and then if everyone, if, if no, no one, even people who are there who don't even listen, just do one and be like, "Come on over," just so we can I do it. I <laughs> would love to hear what get what like our listeners have in terms of ideas for what a Craniacs dinner party needs to entail. Like, obviously, a lot of sherry. Perhaps some blind wine tastings, but like, what would be on the menu? Pheasant. Yeah, I, that's. What I'm like everything. Like, what what was it in the in this episode that was it like, Pui say or whatever that they have that's disappointing? Risotto, like. Right, 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 right. Pui Pui say sounds like something they say in Lady Marmalade. <laughs> Pui say do. I feel like it's one of those things that in French sounds so nice, but is actually like an insult or a swear word. (laughs) Chili dog. (laughs) French chili dog. Um, Um, Okay, so they're throwing this dinner party. I did really enjoy the scene where they went back and forth in their date con. It's like, the first, no. Like, that felt very, like, I've had times like that, and I thought that was endearing. Yes. Um, I do like the scene where they ask martin to change his plans and he changes it and comes back and they're having that standoff where he's like well i'm not changing it back and fraser's like well i'm not either and fraser starts explaining the things that are going to happen at the dinner party and martin gives i know i forgot what the the last straw was but yeah i don't remember what it was either but i i enjoyed that also like i was kind of like fraser a perhaps martin should have let fraser know like remind like you know i have my poker night third saturday of every month and it's here this month or whatever Mm -hmm. but um I was kind of like, yeah, Fraser, you have to move your event. Like, also, as, as Le- Leah was watching this with me, and she was, we were like, there is no way a top caterer is going to be able to cater a Saturday night party with three weeks' notice. They are already booked. I can tell you. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's another thing. If it happens every third, whenever of the month, mm-hmm. there's no way Fraser hasn't figured that out because it has to have annoyed him every month I don't previous think, to no, this I don't, one. I don't think it's hosted by Martin every month. I think it just. Oh, happened. I thought it was always in. Okay. okay. I, I, I don't think. I didn't get that sense. I just got the sense that it happens every month and like this month. Maybe, I mean, maybe it does. And I just, but I, I got the sense that it was like they don't host it every month. I, there was also a whole, like, part of the plot was around the idea that Fraser doesn't, I mean, in general, Fraser doesn't have his much 
uh, what's the word care or empathy you know not even empathy but just he doesn't think about other people Mm -hmm. and they do it to martin here where they change the date and they get it to the 11th and they go oh right we asked martin to change his his poker night and and somebody postponed their polyp surgery (laughs) yeah so i'm curious do you have any i mean i feel like maybe your dungeons and dragons night is kind of like this but but like where it's like oh you like it's like oh you don't miss it like it's no, I, I miss it every once in a while, especially like when we were I was working, I'd be like, hey, I got to work late and I got to miss it. The other thing was we have simultaneously, so we've gone from every Monday night to every Monday and every Wednesday, and there are four different campaigns going. So it's like this Monday and this Wednesday is, are two different campaigns, and then the next week it's two different ones. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't. That is I can't. so much. <laughs> Also, like, you know, generally when you think about the way the game is played is you're creating a character and he's got all these moves on paper and there's a lot of things you have to remember. I don't think at all about the way the game is played. Right. That's why I'm trying to kind of explain it briefly. But now imagine you're trying to do four different storylines and it's like watching a TV show, four different TV shows that when it's your turn, they look at you and go, and then what happens, Laurel? (laughs) But like, you know, so like I went, I can't, and one of them I'm running. So I'm actually like, not only just doing a character, I'm doing the whole world. So I went, okay, I I can do one, I can do this once a week. And so now I just flipped that. But yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't remember what the original question was, but yes, that was. I, it we was do more have like, a lot do, do you stuff. have some sort of standing appointment in your life with friends where like you don't yeah. miss it? So I would say that Leah is a good example in that her high school friends and some other friends of hers here, not in the pandemic, obviously, but um, they it's like every second Thursday of the month they would all go out to dinner, and it was like cause some mm. of them have kids and some of them don't. It was just like second Thursday of every month, like husbands knew like their wives were not going to be home and like all these and they would go out to dinner obviously during the pandemic they've like done some zoom stuff and everything but yeah it was like unless you were out of town you didn't miss that so it's interesting to me how some of those things like develop like i'm you know thankful that i have a wife that lets me do dungeons and dragons presumably you know twice a week which is now turned to once a week because i was the one who came to her and went i can't do this and she was like oh good That's, but yeah. she, and she she had made a big thing where she's like, you can't do this once the pandemic's over because part of the reason is that's an evening I don't get to see her. So mm-hmm. now yeah. it's just it, – it, and the idea of it switching I think works. But let's talk more about my dorky schedule. Mm, on Fridays I play <laughs> Call of Duty and uh, – anyway. Uh, I, I What else do we have to say? Oh, I know something I have to say about this episode. I, was gonna say, I feel like you have a lot to say about the B-plot in this episode. The ladies in dresses were uh-huh. exquisite. There are some good-looking dresses. Roz was um, killing it, especially what, at the end. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> so when Roz first walked in, I was like, my mom has that dress. I don't think my mom has that exact dress, but she did have a dress that was that, that, same, that exact color, kind of cut. I think it was a little mm-hmm. bit more A-line, but definitely floor length um, and that same material. What's A-line? Um, so basically your dress looks like an A where like it flares out more. It, it's like it, it starts narrow up at the top. And then as like your mm, body okay. kind of flares out, like, you know, women have hips and stuff. The dress goes out. So not fit and flare, which is very fitted until it gets to like just below your rib cage. And then it really flares out. Mm, okay. A line kind of just like, like an A, it just kind of goes. Yeah. You know what? I will post. I need to also start making notes of things I want to post in the group. I will post what on A line. <laughs> um, um. Well, I think she looked in that. I think Daphne looked amazing. Daphne was amazing. I will also remember the part I thought was funny was when Niles is like looking at the the bleach stain. And then she goes like, he's like, oh, everyone was like, oh, you can barely notice it. And then she turned and walked away. And it was like as big as a a silver dollar pancake. It was big. It was definitely like, I would say four inches like in in, in length. (laughs) And, And Tara and I both went. That's really noticeable as soon as you mm-hmm. turn around with the other thing. I also said as big as a silver dollar pancake, a pancake which is named for a reference to its size. So I could have cut out the middleman and just said a silver dollar. I don't know why. Well, I think the silver dollars are smaller than silver dollar pancakes. Because silver oh, okay. dollars are like like this, like 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 this. And a silver dollar pancake is like that. Okay. You know, she, it, Laurel just, made an O for thing. the made an O for the thing and a, more of a C for the yes, pancake. Yes, so. yes, it's kind of like the size of a coaster is like a silver dollar pancake. Yes, but uh, Roz's last dress, and it's funny because she's like, "Oh, I look like a hucker," and I'm like, 
you don't like you look more like you're going out in Vegas. Yeah, it's like you look like you're you're going out for like party time, not yeah. a, a reception at the British consulate. Um, Which perhaps the women I was looking at in Vegas going, oh, they're just out for a fun time. Were in fact going to the British uh, consulate. Hookers. Oh yes, oh. going to. The- <laughs> That's going to be our new term for, like, oh, she looks like she's going to the British consulate. <laughs> we are 100% using that. I'm just going to start, like, randomly sending you photos and be like, is this one going to the British consulate? Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, it's funny because the woman helping another woman inside me kicked in. And I was like, Roz, just put a wrap with that, a nice shawl, and it really classes that dress up. Mm. That's um, a good point. And I was what like, were they show doing? As much skin. They were going. They were going to a reception at the British consulate. That is what they were going. to. Yeah. Yes. It's Daphne had friends at the British consulate who got right. her, and they got them invitations to this like party or something. So mm, okay, um, a wrap would have been a very good idea, Laurel. Well, shawl because it would cover a lot of the skin up top, which would have made up for the fact that the dress was so short. Mm. So you gotta think about these, especially when you're a tall lady and dresses like me. When dresses end up being shorter on you than they intend, you're like, what am I gonna do? So I put a shawl on. Do we feel like we've sufficiently covered this one? Because I feel like we have. Um, I do have a few. Um, I, have, I have a few LOLs. So um, the when uh, Niall says something about uh, something reminded him of when he and Maris used to be happy when, like, when they were first married and were happy. And Fraser says, "Really, I must have been sick that day." Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. Also, I-, I am well known in like both at work and in amongst my friends for saying huzzah. Like whenever something like something works out or something, so someone was like huzzah, and then Niles says that at one point when he was checking his calendar when they find the the date that works, and I was like, is this where I got it from? <laughs> um. Oh well, I did. Well, okay. These are just some things I had to talk about. Um. How many formal dresses is Roz wearing on the regular that she has just picked a bunch of them up from dry cleaning? Well, I've got a pile of nice dress shirts that have probably been in that pile for almost a year. Because of how infrequently I wear, I need to get stuff dry cleaned. So maybe she had just gone. She went, <laughs> oh, we have to go to the consulate. I'll get them all done. Yes. That's, okay, that's, that's a good the, point. Um, I have a question for you, if you don't yes. mind me jumping in real no, quick. No. I, did, I didn't understand the end when they decide, like, they're like, the universe should send us a sign if we're if this is odd. And then the doorbell rang and no one was there. Was that just the sign? So Martin's story that he told earlier about the, like, two brothers that that, like, were found, like, dead amongst a bunch of newspapers and right. stuff he was saying how like they were like the town weirdos and the kids would ring their doorbells and run away oh i missed him missed that part um so i actually wrote that down um yesterday we were talking to some of leah's friends and one of them mentioned ding dong ditching mm-hmm. which is what that is it just happened to niles and fraser so for right. those of you don't know it's ringing the doorbell and running away um and it's like now there's ring cameras so it's really not that um suspenseful or mysterious <laughs> anymore but anyway uh like i never ding dong ditched but it was a thing like uh, in our childhood H- have you heard of that term ding dong ditch yeah okay so anyway leah was like i've never heard of this so this happened perhaps a month or two ago on trivia have you heard of edward 40 hands yes okay i had never heard of edward 40 hands and everybody on trivia like people i went to college with who i partied with in college like laurel how have you never heard of this and i was like Name me a time this ever happened in a party okay. we were at in college. It happened so- at a SIGAP party with a guy named, we'll bleep out his name, uh, Oh, did, yes. Did okay. you know him? Oh, oh yes. Now, yes. does he seems kind of like a Edward Forty Hands dude. Oh, 100%. But he did it, and then Phil and I proceeded to spend the rest of the party trying to make, make him do things that he was too drunk to remember he had bottles taped to his hands mm. about. So, like, we would, like, go, hey, man, and throw him something, and it'd, like, hit him and stuff like that. Or so, we'd be like, hey, what time is it? And we'd just try to do whatever we could. Edward Forty Hands is oh. a, because I had no idea what my friends were talking about when this came up on trivia, is where you hold a, in each hand a 40 of beer, you know, a very big can of beer, duct tape it, and you you can't, like, put them down, obviously, until you mm-hmm. finish them. So at some point you're drinking warm beer. Like you can't go to the bathroom. You can't do anything because you have these beer cans duct taped to your hand. I've never seen this. I have never heard of it. Friends of mine who like are not at all like big social animals. Like, oh yeah, I know about that. At some point I was like, so many of you are lying right now. I know. I've also, 
I've also never seen nor heard of anyone like finishing it and being like, I'm done. And everyone's like, congratulations. And then they cut (laughs) them free, (laughs) which is the idea. The idea is once you're done, you can get cut free. Mm -hmm. I've either seen people fail and fall asleep or just be like, I'm done. And everyone's like ignoring them. They're like, hey, man, could someone like, yeah. And then they're just like sitting at a like, you know, like counter corner trying to like get this duct tape off or using their teeth or whatever. I just, uh, so anyway, the fact that Leah had never heard of Ding Dong Ditch, but was so familiar with Edward Forty Hands, I was like, this is, this is just so strange to me. Like, okay, anyway. I like the idea of Leah, although listening to like Edward Carlo Russo Hands or whatever those big jugs of wine are or something. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> Ed- Edward Franzia Hands. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ed- Edward Fox Hands. Yeah. And just, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, okay. Okay, at the end, I just wrote down, who the F cares about them? That's how I felt about this whole episode, so. Oh. Uh, but again, I, I, liked I, part, I liked parts of it. I just didn't like the episode as a whole. I, well, let's go ahead and, uh. Rank it? Rate it, yeah. And then we can talk about it. So what did you think? Um, I think I will give it, uh, I'm going to give it four, um, dried up figs. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the black ball where he blackballed himself. And also, um, Frazier so keeps he making up rules as they go along. Yes, I loved it. Um, I would give it uh, five, what is it, plates of beans and rice? Isn't that what he can eat? The only thing he oh, can eat? Oh, yes, Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought Wait, it was did pleasant. did you say five? Five. Okay. Oh, I thought I thought you'd give it higher. It seemed like you really liked it. I think you might have talked me down, oh, uh, but which that. is which is fine. That's the purpose of the show. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was. I think it's a fine episode just to like, hey, here, here, here it is. I don't think it's going to get anyone excited to watch Frasier. I also don't think it's. I think it, you know what? It's a great dentist uh, waiting room episode. Yes, you're not going to want to leave halfway. Th- you're not going to be like, oh, I, but I want to watch the end. But you're not going to be lost. Well, when I started with with Leah last night, she was like, oh, like, she's like, where are you in the show? And she was very upset, by the way, that she was not a guest for Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moskovitz, because she loves that episode. Um, oh, I was, I was I, like, I was like, sorry. I thought you were about to exp- like reveal something else I didn't know about Leah. It's like, because she is Jewish. And I'm like, what? No, oh, no, no. It's just like, even her mom was like, God, I love that episode. Um, Anyway, she was like, oh, what, ep- what episode is this? And I was just like. I truly have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the dinner party. I was like, they have so many dinner parties. I don't know which one right. this is. Um, okay. Should we move on to the next episode? First of all, do we have any mail in the mail pattern baldness bag? We do. Also, we are 40 minutes in, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a long one because Laurel and I have not seen each other in a while. <laughs> well, yeah, we haven't seen each other in a long while, but yes, we've not talked in a while. Yes. Um, we do have we do have uh, 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 mail, and it's not from Uncle Gary, so I won't play the rap horn. Uh, the title it is from Kyle, former uh, <gasps> co-host Kyle, and the title of the email is "Who did Laurel have a crush on for six years?" Craniacs need to know. Maybe she really is real life Niles. Making Casey listen to the pod right now. Things just got interesting. I don't remember you talking about this. <laughs> I I I know what he's referring to in a past episode where I talk about having a crush on somebody and then they start dating somebody else. And you're like, it was when Daphne starts dating Donnie and Mm -hmm. how Niles is like, Oh, like this was my chance. It was not a six year crush though. And this has happened more times in my life than I can count. So I won't think I was talking about anybody specifically. This would happen in high school and I would like have a crush on somebody and then they would start dating somebody. I'd be like, well, maybe they'll break up. You know what they always did? It didn't mean they started dating me. So yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle. There is no good. Uh, there's no good answer to that. The, the answer is there's probably lots of people littered in my past that. Okay, and <laughs> and now the fake answer. Um, I, I feel like I should be like, it was you, Kyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except I'm pretty sure when I met him, he was already engaged to my friend Casey. So again, you were hoping they'd break up, and then. <laughs> Ooh, a fake answer. Gosh, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't Oh. I don't think you get better than the one you just gave. I think that was perfect. That's true. That's true. I just, like, I just now, like, talk about things just got interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I, well, I like how you said at the end, it's just punctuated. Like, things, period, just, period, <laughs> got, period, interesting. Um, just got interesting. We've had 70-some-odd episodes. What do you mean they just got interesting? It has been fascinating from the get-go. I guess we need more fake drama on this show. I know. Or something. I'm sorry. 
Um, we'll we'll have a we'll have a, a co-host breakup, and then one of us will come on with an accent, and pretend to be someone else for a couple episodes, and then, oh. and then we'll reveal like a soap opera. I'll be like, it was me the whole time, Laurel. And you're like, <gasps> um, yeah. okay. So the, the video chat aspect of this doesn't at all make that impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is season six, episode eighteen, taps at the Montana, and I will ask you a question about that momentarily. But first, Niall's dream of moving out of his dumpy apartment and back into his Tony Diggs, his Tony Diggs. Mm-hmm. I I never used seen the word Tony used as an adjective. Oh, like it means like posh. Um, like like short it, for Anthony Tony. No, it, no. Well, they're spelled the same is what I mean. It is spelled the same, but it, yeah, it means yeah, like yeah. like posh or um, high class and and, and a little Hi. like um like uh, ob- obnoxiously high class, not just like oh. I feel- with the term Tony Diggs, I feel like I should be reading this like maybe back into his Tony Diggs <laughs> at the Montana are tantalizingly close until the condo board notifies him that his lease will be canceled because of his previous misadventures. I wish they would have listed what he did. Like we, the watcher, immediately knew like, oh, it's the crazy Halloween party and this, that and the other and, yeah. and all this. But uh, I have a definition got... of Tony for you here. It's fashionable <laughs> among wealthy or stylish people. So I love it. It sounds yeah. it you've, sounds you've very never, like you've never heard that term used like this before? Not outside of like a nineteen thirties news broadcast, I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah. perhaps we don't we don't consume the same literature as I feel like <laughs> I, guess. I um I don't know, I hear that a lot, but not a lot, but <laughs> I'm always going to Tony places, so anyway. Um let's take a moment real quick to just, mm-hmm. you know, probably not a moment of silence, but a somber moment to uh for the passing of one of my favorite characters that is baby the bird is now gone yes choked to death on daphne's earring there's a lot of death in this episode there's that they a seem lot of just fine with yes like this first of all who knew that niall still had baby the bird not i <laughs> well i like that he brought him i i i tara was like did the bird stay here the whole time while he was at the shangri-la and then no apparently it was at the shangri-la and someone looked after him every once in a while yeah, Didn't but they we, talk about that. Well, well, I thought it was just that the guys of the Shangri-La would like oh, come into Niles' them, apartment and like teach her stuff. But I don't remember seeing Baby of the Shangri-La. Like we went on that I'm, tour of Niles' apartment when he was wearing the Hawaiian shirt, and like, I mean, Baby's a big get every episode, so that's a lot of money they have to put <laughs> I mean, into that true. budget. <laughs> it's true. She's a trained cockatoo, um, but also the the one board member who passed away during a parlor game and they mm-hmm. also seemed okay with Tara kept screaming at the TV call 911 <laughs> why is yes. no one dealing with like, this so it's funny this is where like they would not want me as a friend because I am that friend who you like want around in a crisis like right. I'm the person who like jumps into action and is, I'm like okay and here's what we're doing and you're doing this and you're doing this like I'll be the person who's like got it we're calling 911 I'm gathering the other guests we're putting a blanket over him we're gonna just get everybody out we're gonna like call the superintendent of the building I'm the one who would like I get the like I am good at like okay breaking the social contract so i'd be like okay fraser like we all think we should go along with this but let's realize that it's more awkward to have a dead body here like this with is Roz extreme case lying under his arm <laughs> right uh, it was and she's he's like just stay there and we're like what so that was the most fantastical element about this um was just not fantastical but just like unbelievable or why wouldn't anybody do this the hump we had to get over to really enjoy the episode well, i think and this also shows i mean this really highlights the ridiculousness that fraser and niles will go through to maintain their status yes like niles was like i cannot i i, I they cannot know that this happened because i will make they will kick me out of the building and i will not be living in this prestigious address and who knows what other building i'm gonna get into after this like it was just like, all of that led to them, like, letting a dead man lie on Niles' floor with Roz underneath him. And, like... I was I was kind of hoping he would be forced back to the Shangri-La or something. I mean, the Shangri-La is just a funny place to have Niles. I like when he's like, my best part of my day is getting out of bed so I can push it back <laughs> up, into, back the up into the wall. Oh, my gosh. Murphy beds. Named after that guy who used to... What was it? Who was dating an opera singer? Yeah, and he <laughs> needed a place... He, what was yeah. it that, like women weren't allowed in like men's bedrooms or something and so yeah so he ma- he's like well i'll make this a living room oh so that great was so funny um i uh i it, 
I enjoyed the uh, sublet tenant who was an uh, uh, amateur a tap, dancer. tap dancer. Yes. Because they had to find someone who was pretty good at delivering those lines and also a pretty damn good tap dancer. It reminded me how much uh, endurance you have to have to tap mm-hmm. dance. Um, this is, I'm, I'm, I'll take you back to SMU for a second. Uh, my senior year at SMU, we we paired with Sigap for Sing Song and... We, it was, uh, our, we were, everyone was assigned a decade and we were assigned the 1920s, which was like, kill me now. Like what we have to do, like the twenties. Um, we won first place. Spoiler. Um, but we all learned to tap dance for it. Oh no. Um, we, I I would love to learn to tap dance. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, what we, I mean, we learned basic tap dancing and basically just like stomped around a lot wearing tap shoes. Right. But, um, (laughs) Was Adam, was, was, we'll really, we'll cut out his last name, but was Adam in there? Oh, I remember he was, you know how like each sing song skit had like four people who acted and was danced? He, yeah, he usually he, yeah, did. Yeah, he was, he was, he was one, actually, I think he was the villain, if I remember he was, correctly. <laughs> he was just known, he was my roommate along with Mike. Oh, and, and, uh, he and Mike everyone, were actually roommates. <laughs> right. But uh, him and I would, uh, like, we Everyone would jokingly talk about like, oh, it sucks to live under Ryan and Adam because they're so heavy footed and they're just bam, bam, bam. Like, uh, you I know, think Mike would talk about he was downstairs hanging out with like, I think Bill lived below them and he was just like, oh yeah, that's them. <laughs> that's funny because I actually don't know that Adam tap danced because the actors often didn't dance during, mm. you know, and since he was the villain, the we tapped, the, the girls tapped mainly uh, I'm sorry. The guys tapped mainly in the finale, which he wasn't in because the villain had been vanquished. So um, I love. I wish. I kind of. There's part of me that wants to learn to tap dance, Laurel. I a. I think you should. I when all this is <laughs> when all this is over. I mean, I I do want to take adult dance classes because I I just love I love learning routines. And I had a coworker at my job at my last job in D.C. who taught both kids and adults tap dancing. He was part of a stomp team when he was in college, and he would just. Go go and tap dance like I th- I think it's so more technical minded or a, a part of it is technical minded that it would it would get that part of my brain because mm-hmm. like I play I could play piano and stuff but I can read music and, and that's it like I'm not mm-hmm. like oh this so at, at Christmas when I play at home and it's like ding 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 it's like really <laughs> like me just trying to figure it out and Very they're like elementary. oh god eight. yeah they're like all those years of piano lessons for nothing for this. Um, and I think tap dancing would be the same because it'd be like, there's like it, a, a math it, yes. to it. it. And it is, you're right. It is so technical because yeah. it's all about like the way that you hit your foot that produces different sounds. And, um, all this to say, I remember vividly <laughs> that during the tap dance break in the finale where all we did was tap, like there, there was no scene, the music cut. And we just like did this. Tap oh, routine. wow. Yes. I bold. remember. You could like almost if you watch rehearsals, you could watch our endurance build up because at first we were like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember though at the end, um, oh let's see back to like such glory days because we won first place, so it was so great. At the end, like we finished tapping, and then we it was to who could ask for anything. It was I got rhythm, like who could ask for anything more. We went more, and then we all po- like posed like this. And if you can see the video that my dad took, we were all like. <sighs> 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 <laughs> so it's just it's so, so hard it's so hard yeah. so yes that guy was really good is really good at it man now i just really want to go and like i just really want to honestly do that routine again it was so good quick aside oh. there was there's a tap dancer i'm now following on instagram and she just does <laughs> taps every day for uh she was they did like some tap route oh they did a tap routine of the mario brothers theme song with scott uh scott bradley's postmodern juice jukebox you ever heard of them no Oh, they do like 1920s and 30s versions of like popular songs. Oh, I'll I'll send you some stuff, but I'll send you this one. I started following her, and literally, she's like, "Here's a tap routine I made up this morning." Because she's like trying, like, how do you become be a tap dancer? She's teaching like online lessons. Mm-hmm. She's trying to just you know make money. But anyway, well, so what my old coworker used to say is because he was like adult tap shoes like aren't cheap for the most part, and he was like right. before people really commit, he's like he would recommend that people just go get washers and glue them to a, pa- a bottom of a pair of cheap mm. dress shoes. He that's was like, a that's, really good idea. He was like, that's all you need to do. Like, if you're getting started and you're not sure how long you're going to stick with it. Okay. But this episode is not about tap dancing. Um, uh, I do have a few LOLs, or one LOL, I should say. Um, 
when when they invite Roz over and it turns out she's going to just be a waitress and he said I thought you were inviting me to a party not pushing drinks in God's waiting room. <laughs> yeah. $32 for adult men's tap shoes on Amazon. Anyway, continue. Oh, well, see, yes, there you go. Although I, I bet that my friend, my old coworker, was thinking of like true performance tap shoes. Right. So um, I'm These are probably sure. one step up from washers. On- <laughs> I, I think that I want to say this dates us um, that in college, that when for Sing Song, when we had to order tap shoes, we got them from Payless and we were able to do like mm. a bulk order as though we were like a dance school. Um, and so. <laughs> Because we were ordering like 80 pairs of tap shoes. so I just love the idea of you on the phone like, oh, are you a dance school? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. We're the Pink Carnation. That's Gamify's flower. The Pink Carnation mm. Dance School. <laughs> um, but uh, I have a slight problem with Baby in this episode in that when Niles first goes into the kitchen and Baby is like pecking at the hors d'oeuvres, I was like, gross. Yeah, birds are gross. That is disgusting. <laughs> Birds, I think, are fairly dirty. Like, I don't think that bird should be in the kitchen, period. That's what I was going to say. Why is this bird in the kitchen? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, there's a reason bird cages aren't in kitchens. Also, there's, like, a reason that, like, you're, I think, like, they're not supposed to, like, let bird, like, feed birds from your hand. Because, right. like, they have just different bacteria than we do. And we've we've established that there's 90 rooms in this apartment. Exactly. You couldn't put them in any of those. Exactly. Um, also, when Fraser comes in and Baby is, like, legs up. On the, on the hors d'oeuvres. And yeah. Daphne turns around and is just like, huh. I'm like, Daphne, look alive. Come on. The bird was probably making gagging, choking noises behind you. <laughs> that bird might have been flat out saying, I'm choking. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, I just was kind of like, come on. I, you know, I... I don't know what else I have to say about this episode. We'll, well we, cut out that whole stammering. At, at the end, Niles gets to stay in the Montana. They manage to dispose yeah. of the body because Martin has friends in the coroner's office. Which is weird. Come and pick up the body. <laughs> yeah, I just, the whole episode was odd. Also, was I love the off-putting. fact that it's, there's no, like, Martin has no qualms about it. He's like, yep. Martin has recently shown that he has, like, he said a couple things. Like, didn't he say, like, he had a friend who pretty much lied on the stand to no, get someone Martin in jail? Martin said he lied on the stand. Yeah, Martin lied on the stand. Yeah. Yeah, we're starting to find, like, I would love for this to just do a hard chase into, like, <laughs> the shield or something. Yeah. Like, where it just becomes Martin's a, a like, crooked cop. <laughs> gritty, like, yeah, this one one season like that. Um, I think that's all. Oh, okay, actually, I do have an aside, though, because Leah does not have um, the Hulu that I have. She has Hulu with commercials. So I watched. Oh, he, so, so you've come down to my level. <laughs> So, okay, last night's commercials when I watched the previous episode, fine, nothing, nothing crazy. This morning, <laughs> the eHarmony porn, <laughs> porn for women that they put on there that I was basically like, surely this commercial is a joke? And it was not. It was, listeners, it was a guy, like, like run, running up to a picnic table at a park and sitting down and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love games, but not in my dating life. And I was like, I thought he is... caught a football and turned yes. around. And he's so, it's so cheesy. The next one is of a very handsome guy, like petting his dog. And he's like, he's my best friend, but I'm also looking for a best friend in a partner. <laughs> and I was like, I, I can't wait for them to like turn this on its head and make fun of this. The next one is another very handsome guy chopping some vegetables who, what is it? Oh my God. Now I don't remember. His was like the worst line too. And I don't remember what it was. It was about like not wasting people's time or something. And then it was like <laughs> the, these people and thou millions of other singles, every 14 seconds, someone meets their match on eHarmony. And I was just like, this is an actual commercial. Yes. It feels like so any minute they're going to be like, Geico can save you. Yes. <laughs> Um, or it feels like a fake eHarmony commercial where they're like, we're not one of those dating sites that puts unrealistic expectations. Like, no, they were like, no, we're completely serious. The second, it, it, co- oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it felt slightly less than that commercial with the the Old Spice who's like, ladies, look down, now look mm-hmm. back up, I'm on a horse. Like, it felt <laughs> like that. Like, it was very close to that. I like really, I, in my last job, I had to work in like, with some advertising agencies and stuff and like. I just wanted to be like, eHarmony, please let me go talk to your advertising agency because <laughs> they are, I, 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 I understand that you think I'm your target demographic and you're trying to serve this to me. This is making me laugh at how stupid it is. Yes. And it makes me feel like you're very out of touch with what people are, are looking for and you are um, not going to help me find my match in 14 seconds. Okay, Laurel, you get to pitch one of those segments. Not not a whole commercial, but just one of those. There's, there's the dude with the football and then there's the dude with the vegetables at the end and you get to redo the dude petting the dog. 
paint paint the picture for us what he's doing and what kind of thing he would say. Oh well, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that commercial. Well, I wouldn't do that commercial at all. But no, I, I I'd want to turn. <laughs> it's them all. the quarantine, I, and you're horny. We have guys. I, like, is that yours? <laughs> well, I was gonna say I don't think I understand the question you're asking, but like, what I, 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 I want to air. Well, okay, here's here's what I would do is I would uh, actually exactly what I would do. The guy who's like. I like to play games, but not in my dating life. I would have a woman like watching it and being like, oh, but I really like Scrabble. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, she's walking up with a Scrabble box. <laughs> yeah. so they just she's it like, over oh, and, she, and she's kind of like, oh, okay. And then a guy who's like, he's my best friend, but I'm also looking for my best friend. And then like, I don't know, a woman's like actual best friend being like, but I'm your best friend. <laughs> um, and I, for, I, for the last one, I would have whatever the guy's chopping the woman's allergic to. Like are those onions, and then she starts but, like breaks out in hives or something. But I'm I'm not saying do a parody. I'm saying you get to pick someone that would make Laurel swoon and then oh. get on eHarmony. Oh, oh, like how would I recast it, or which how, of those guys would I pick? And what would they be doing? Like what is what what is the man and activity um, that would yes. make you go? Oh, I got to get on eHarmony. Um, well, it would be John Krasinski, and he would be okay. putting down a um. Perhaps Puppy. The, he, no, he would be putting down <laughs> Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, the sixth book, and be like, you know, this might be the best Harry Potter book. <laughs> and I would knock my laptop over trying to sign up for eHarmony. <laughs> I wish in my heart that John Krasinski was on Cameo because I would get that for you and re-edit it into that commercial. <gasps> oh, that I would mean... just yeah. I I would just I love him to be thinking thoughtfully about it and being like you know, this might be the best Harry Potter book. Because <laughs> um, then I would, be, I would be like, well, no, yes, this is. I mean, Perfect. it would take nothing. John Krasinski could be putting down, I don't know, how to kill puppies and kittens. And I would still be like, you know what? We can work through that. <laughs> um, Just like, hi. And he's like butchering a chicken. <laughs> like something you're like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> or reading a book like, I don't know, like how to hide a body or something. And I would be like, it's okay. It's okay. We it says, can get past it says, that. At, it's, it's Atlas Shrugged, and you're like, hmm, she had some really good ideas. And you're like, oh, I, okay, but still. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that commercial, I was like, oh my gosh. The second one was an Ozarka How commercial. How to hide a body, sorry. <laughs> In my head, it's like the dummy's guide to hiding a body. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, the, the second commercial was an Ozarka commercial. For those of you who are not Texas-based, uh, Ozarka is a bottled water company. And it was this whole, like, it was the whole thing was like, Ozarka is Texas. And so it was like, <laughs> Texas on the map, not Texas, the rest of the U.S. Right. Like, I've seen this one. Texas, a guy, a bride and groom standing by a pickup truck. The groom has picked the bride up and she's wearing cowboy boots and they're laughing. I think they're wearing cowboy hats. And it's like, Texas. And then it says, Texas. And it shows a woman riding up through a Whataburger drive-thru on a horse. Oh, Zarko, why are you perpetuating stereotypes <laughs> about Texas? This is why everybody thinks we ride horses to school and drive pickups and wear cowboy boots all the time. Is it the one that does Texas, but then it does a few things that are not Texas? Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the not Texas part. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, where it like, shows a map where it's like Texas and the rest of the U.S. is not Texas. And then it says they Texas didn't... and then it shows like somebody pouring barbecue sauce on stuff and it's like not right. Texas. And okay, like, time out. I First like off. barbecue sauce. <laughs> Texas brisket is barbecue sauce based. Like you put sauce on your brisket. That's that's wrong. That's incorrect. No, so but the big I, thing about Texas barbecue, like if you go to like Kreutz's and Lockhart, they do not have barbecue sauce like for you to put on. Get out of here! Come on. No, that's so. You order just everything by the pound, and like no, they don't. They have like hot sauce, but they don't have what you're thinking about with barbecue sauce. That is not Texas. Like Texas barbecue just is not coated in sauce. I, but it's so it's not so much like they should do a picture of a dude freezing at a cabin or like like ice fishing or something to be like not Texas like to do agree. something so like Texas adjacent be like that's not Texas I'm like you're elitist and your water's not that great yeah I feel like it should show like a cheesesteak or something like not yeah, Texas because like, like, if they want to make it food based show a cheesesteak like okay not Texas um, yeah. Whatever. I, I just, I was very annoyed. Also, I was, I, I again thought that was kind of tone deaf. I was like, Whataburger, you should know how diverse Texas is. And you've just shown only stereotypical, like, things in this ad. Again, That's, Whataburger, introduced me to your ad agency because I got some things to say. It's it's funny because, to me, the, the married couple with the boots is more eye-rolly. I'm like, ooh, riding a horse up to a Whataburger, that sounds like a good idea. 
I'm like, uh, cool. I mean, so if I'm going to read you that commercial, I would say Texas, and it would be teenagers at a John homecoming Krasinski. game wearing their mo- wearing their homecoming moms. And then I would, and then like another thing I would do is probably like I don't know the fiesta parade in San Antonio or something, mm. you know, like I, I don't, I would do things to like celebrate, like the like pride it's, we have without making us caricatures of ourselves. It's also not a national commercial, right? Um, like it's, it's, it's yeah, Ozark. I, I think Ozark yes. is pretty local. So yes. like, yeah. Why wouldn't you do stuff that was a little like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to do a broad stereotype because you're not speaking to the rest of the country. You're speaking to Texas. Exactly. And what you've done is like shown us the things that we roll our eyes at because that's all people think about us. Yeah. Good. Good. Are, are you thinking of going into advertising? Oh no. Cause I just like to critique things. I don't. So, <laughs> so you're right. Maybe I should go into advertising and be like, Hey, I'm the person you need to run things by because I will shoot it down. Um, With a six shooter, because you're from Texas. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and the only way to pay me is by introducing John Krasinski, and he's holding a copy of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince under his arm. Oh, hey, oh, hey Laurel. Have you read this? <laughs> it's like, hey, Laurel, I was just reading this for the third time, and after listening to the Binge Mode podcast about it, I'm really starting to think, and I would just be, my ovaries would explode. Like, it would just... <laughs> Uh, oh, do you want to? Do you have any LOLs? Do you want to just rate this? One? <laughs> I have so many LOLs, but they're all things we have said. <laughs> yes, I know. I've enjoyed the last few minutes. Let's go ahead and rate this. We're one. hilarious. Um, okay, wait. First of all, you said you had a question about the title "Taps at the Montana." Why is it called "Taps at the Montana"? Is it? Oh, because they're dying. Two people die. Taps like they play at funerals. And also, the guy tap dances. Is it like a double on double meaning? Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's cut this all out so I don't sound stupid. No, I want to leave it in. <laughs> Okay, uh, what what do you rate this one? Um, I think I give this one. I mean, cause this one like tried to be madcap, but wasn't yes. didn't fully execute it. I think I would give it like I don't know five loose earrings. Ooh, it's I'm gonna fine. I'm gonna give it four crab puffs because the whole death thing really bugged me for some it, reason. It, it could be it didn't bother me as much because I um I remember this episode, so like right. I, I'm already desensitized to it. It's kind of like how um. I realize that violent movies don't bother me as much now that I've watched the entirety of Game of Thrones. Kind of like, well, right, no- right. nothing I haven't seen. Like, I yeah. watched, um, I think you might have warned me that Snowpiercer was violent. And when I watched it, I was like, hmm, I am fine. Everything here oh, is fine. It's violent, but yeah, if you, yeah, I don't think it's anything you haven't seen in Game of Thrones. I think it's a little more bleak about it, but yeah, Game of Thrones, there's it's, it's on par or easier. I mean, Game of Thrones, there's six seasons or however many seasons of it yeah how many seasons of game of thrones were there seven i don't know how many seasons how many years of our lives do we waste on that show um, I, I don't think it's wasted because the first part was good like that's true but what's funny is so my hairstylist and i are both really big game of thrones fans and like texted each other throughout the entire last season and I, last time i saw her i was like do you know what i don't ever think about anymore is game of game thrones. of thrones like or like i jokingly think, yes like it is it's almost as though it's like an x that then just, I completely, like, my body said, we're not putting any more energy into him. And just, yeah. like, that was it. Like, for example, the Americans. I probably refer to the Americans or mention it in some context a few times a month. Because mm-hmm. I think that show is, like, just so good. Like, other shows, like West Wing and stuff. But I'm like, no, Game of Thrones, it's like, I have no reason to ever bring it up again. It's, it's a historical pop reference. And I think in, like, ten years or something, you'll be, or probably less, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to check that out again. But, like... Oh, no. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm ever going to... I don't I, I don't rewatch shows that much anymore. Um, um, and I, don't, I don't think I'll ever rewatch Game of Thrones unless, like, I don't know, I end up marrying somebody who's never seen it who's like, I want to watch it. I might be like, I'll check, come in occasionally for an episode or two, but... I, I think I'd rewatch it for, like, technical behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. But, okay, we need we need to finish this, this yeah. episode, we guys. put it to bed. Did you... Did I rate mine? You four did. You, you gave puffs? it four. Yes. Well, guys, if you have thoughts about... Uh, you know what? I'm going to put a call out to our, our listeners. If I would like to hear your versions of the John Krasinski reading the sixth book of Harry Potter. If yes. you have... If there's a, there's a, there's a few seconds, what kind of man... Or woman, or non-binary person, would you like to see on an eHarmony commercial that's going to make you doing what activity that would make you immediately go, "Oh, I need to, I need to log on to eHarmony." Let us know. Uh, we are craniacs at gmail.com. That's C R A N E I A C S. We are at craniacs on Twitter. We uh, check out craniacs a Fraser podcast on Facebook, and uh, we are on Stitcher. Uh, we're on some more stuff, but I can't remember because I found out some more stuff we get on. I put us on there, but it's, I think we're on Google Podcast now. 
uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and iTunes. Give us a five-star review, the highest review possible, because it really helps us out, gets us a little more, uh, get, makes us more visible. I know we've got a few new listeners, a, f- a few new rabid listeners that are coming on and really checking us out. But uh, do that it really helps us. If you want to give us four stars or, lor- or Laurel, <laughs> four stars or lower, Laurel has something. It's hard to say lower Laurel, Laurel Laurel. Are you having a She's stroke? Just- <laughs> I'm telling you, you try it. Lower Laurel, Laurel, lower, 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 Laurel, lower. No, you screwed it up the second time and we have tape to prove it. So I, I, I really don't think I did, but okay. <laughs> Laurel has a suggestion for you. Well, first I want to say, I already know what my mom's like addendum to the eHarmony commercial would be. It would be Hugh Laurie finishing frosting a chocolate, Ooh. double chocolate cake and being like, oh, I just made this for you. Did you want to try a piece? <laughs> uh, House accent or British accent? Um, You know, I think she'd be fine with either. Um, And I want to say that my dad's would be um, Bonnie Hunt flipping through Monty Python's Flying Circus, like a DVD set of it, and being like, oh, let's start it all from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. I got uh, a mom crush on Bonnie Hunt. um, Yeah, my my dad dad thinks thinks she's she's pretty, pretty swell. Okay, I actually have two recommendations, um, if that's okay. Mm. So it's been a while since we've recorded, so people, you know, are probably really clamoring for my ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is a book recommendation. I just finished Trevor Noah's memoir that came out maybe in the past five years called um, Born a Crime, which is um, just like a series of stories about growing up in South Africa. And it is a really good balance between humor and also the, like, atrocities of apartheid and a post-apartheid world in South Africa because he is has a black mother and a white father and like how he just basically like the racial makeup of South Africa and everything so if Mm. you're a fan of the Daily Show or his any of his stand-up specials um or even just like are kind of interested I'm about like South Africa or something it's he paints a really interesting picture of it so it's called Born a Crime Trevor Noah secondly is a uh Speaking of soap operas, we talked about earlier. It's a Korean soap opera on Netflix <laughs> called, it's um, all in Korean, but the English title is Crash Landing on You. And it's so, um, it, it has 16 episodes. I'm about four episodes in. And the plot is a South Korean woman who's like in her late 20s, early 30s. She's an entrepreneur. She goes paragliding and a windstorm comes up and she ends up drifting into North Korea and crashing into a tree and a North Korean soldier finds her. So, then it's like everything that that into you know like do, how does he smuggle her out? Does he turn her in? Um, I know what you're thinking. They're gonna fall in love. It hasn't happened yet, but who can say? So um, anyway, it's if you if you're like watching a show and you're like, I just need to like a break from my phone. I need not be playing on my phone. This is the show because you have to read the subtitles the entire time, so you can't be on your phone at all because you will not know what's happening in the show. I um, like the idea of this becoming our new segment of is is Laurel lying about a South Korean soap opera? <laughs> you have to like make one up every once. <gasps> so I have to be like, huh. I love that idea. <laughs> oh my gosh! We'll have, I'm, we'll have I'm, to check, I'm, try I'm gonna this make next that a category time. in trivia of like which of these TV shows did Laurel make up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just pick TV shows from other countries. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Um, so yeah, so Trevor Noah, Born a Crime, and uh, Crash Landing on You um, on Netflix. Yeah, guys, so check those out, and uh, we will hear you. We, we will hear you. Let's start that over. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, cool, guys. We'll check those out, and uh, we will see. Oh, f- um, <laughs> I don't know. Laurel, in this leave, for me. We need to leave all of these in. Oh. Okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Um, And until then, I'm Laurel. I'm Ryan. And we're listening. Bye, y'all. Hate you.